You're now listening to the God's Ordained Podcast. If you're a new believer or you're just a Christian looking to listen to interactive conversations about biblical principles and how they can be applied to your day-to-day living, you're in the right place. Please stay tuned and be blessed. Hello, hello, hello everyone. You're welcome back to another episode of the Go.pod.cast, the God's Ordained Podcast. And we're doing a series on living as a modern day Christian. Basically, um, what are modern day Christians? I was discussing the last episode. So if you've not listened to it, you need to check it out because I, you know, define what a modern day believer is. is someone who is a believer in Jesus Christ and living actively as a disciple of Christ. And I shared like useful tips, you know, to encourage us. One, you need to shine your light. Don't try and feel it or conform to the standards of the world. Two, um, you know, have your spiritual life planned out. You can't be a believer and just go by with life because life is busy. And then there was a point of also living with eternity in mind. And for me, that was a very huge message, you know, for me as well, to not just think my decisions are for here and now. But that's all about last week's episode. If you haven't listened, please, please, please go and listen before you even get into listening to this one. Because today... We have a very special guest who will be speaking with me. On the God's Ordain podcast this week, we have my lovely friend and sister, Kairos Chini. <laughs> Hi, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. So basically, Kairos Chini, her name is actually Chinon, so she's my friend We've been friends for over a year now, and she is, um, for me, she's an example of a 21st, you know, modern day believer. She actually, you know, lives out the values in a very, you know, unique and wonderful way. So that's why we brought her on the podcast today to share, you know, some tips and tricks, you know, and, you know, what her experience has been generally. Um, I did a poll and question and answer thing on instagram so if you participated in that thank you so much so we'll be going over some of the questions that i received which you know so today it's me thinking what have i gotten myself <laughs> no no you're you're much much equipped for this okay so let's get into it okay so first question i want to ask you what does it mean to be a 21st century believer what does it mean to you um being a 21st century believer i don't know if i would say there's believers across centuries i think believer is just believer what it was when jesus sent us out into the world should be what it is now in my opinion so yeah <laughs> yeah do you think there's anything like different between us and like the apostles, the first apostles peter paul i think there's one there Honestly, I would think they were more serious with the mandate <laughs> that we are. I, I agree. I remember that there was someone that asked that if you were part of the 12 that God gave the Great Commission, would it actually reach the entire world? I don't even know what to be having that kind of responsibility in our day, right? So I just think that they were more serious. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you that they were more serious. I also agree. I, I, I Sometimes I feel the impact of just, you know, experiencing Jesus' real life yeah. kind of did it really massive transformation that mm-hmm. for us it may take longer time for us to get into that but still we'll get there eventually yeah. 
But I've also seen modern day believers who encountered God today and then the next day they're moving like Peter. So, sure. you know, I think um, the business of this world for sure has, you know, impacted our, um, I don't know the word to use now, flow. flow. <laughs> However, I think yeah, there's no difference. I do agree with you on that. Um, what makes you different from an everyday other person who's not a believer, you know? Oh, what makes me different? First of all, I think I wake up every day knowing that my day can be orchestrated by God. Like I can go through each day with purpose, things bigger than myself. I think that's just the first thing. And the fact that I can wake up every day and not worry about anything is also committing, being a believer means also trusting God with your life. So when I wake up in the morning and I think about all the cares of this world, I just put it on him. So I think that's what makes me distinctively different. The fact that I don't carry any burdens anymore in my life, right? That's really nice. Your view is so nice. For me, it's knowing that I carry the life of Christ in me. Like, (laughs) I know I wake up in the morning just having that mind that... Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is right in me yeah, right now. Yeah, like, yeah. And the reason why I brought that up is because where I work and um, when I work with them and I talk about Jesus to them, you know, they mock or make fun of me and mm-hmm. things like that. But it doesn't really affect me in any ways. Um, so I have this colleague, these colleagues, and they kind of make fun of the fact that I talk about Jesus. Sometimes I come into work and they're like, oh, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, I went to church. I'm like, oh, yeah, that organized religion and things like that. And for me, the the defining moment when I came to realize that actually I shouldn't be ashamed that I'm a Christian was when Pastor Iran made a joke when he was preaching one of those days (laughs) that he said, oh, I'm saved. I'm I'm not going to, you know, experience hell. And you're laughing at me like, "Mm -hmm." so the last time um, someone got COVID at work, I'm just like trying to elaborate. So someone got COVID at work and she was close to me. She, we, we worked together mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, if you were with this person that has COVID now and everything, I'm like, no, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. Nothing will happen to me. And it was just a reflex response. I didn't really try to put effort to try and say that. It was just a reflex response. And they're like, ew, blood of Jesus. I'm like, yeah, ew, blood of Jesus. <laughs> the saving blood of Jesus. <laughs> so for me, it's just like that consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually in me and it comes up in moments when I don't even expect yeah, it. Yeah. So that's what just what's different for me, you know. And I totally agree. I, knowing that you can go through life burden free. Yeah. That any problem or worry that comes, you're like, Jesus, I'm putting this on you. Take care of it from me, you know. It's not that you're being spoiled or anything, but you know, there's someone who's actually interested in mm-hmm. every aspect of your life. So that's really, really nice. Okay, we'll move on to question two. Today, today this is Shion's podcast. This is my podcast. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, question three. What's a day-to-day life for you, like, as a modern-day believer? Like, what's your routine? Mm. I'll give you my own routine. Yes, please. It's, it's been consistent, like, consistently trying to build this routine over two years now. But for me, I try to wake up as early as I can. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work. Just disclaimer. There are times I'm consistent for 30 days, waking up 6.30 a.m., and the first thing I do is talk to God, you know, thank him for a new day, just stay in his presence, worship him. And then I study my Bible. And then um, after studying my Bible, I try to meditate on what I just read and then pray 
my general prayers and then go about my day now for me because i'm at a desk for eight hours it's hard to sometimes carry jesus with you so mm-hmm. what i do i try to listen to messages i try to read christian books just to carry the consciousness of jesus with me and then when i'm done with work there was a time where i would come back home and i was actively studying like the chapters of the new testament yeah. and matthew was the longest <laughs> he's still the longest anyways um so that's like a day-to-day for me and yeah. then read you know if i'm not if i'm not going to study my bible obviously you watch tv netflix yeah. is there yeah. but i try to i told you recently i try to munch on christian content, content yeah. instead of you know secular content so the mike bamilo is like they're doing phenomenal i think so too phenomenal I'm, work i'm trying to obsess i binged <laughs> abattoir in like the past three weeks and every time something new comes from them i'm mm-hmm. number one there and i'm even right now watching just those girls so if i'm not going to study my bible i'll try and munch on or watch you know christian content. so that's what the day-to-day is like for okay. me my, plus other activities cooking laundry yeah, cleaning in between but i try to carry jesus and you know try and make myself sensitive to the holy spirit and person of the holy spirit mm-hmm. so that's it for me okay so for me i'm not a morning person i don't wake up early i've tried it in my life at different students in my life but generally i would not be what my today is like this recent season so all that waking up before wake up early i don't really do it but what i try to do is when i wake up in the morning of course the first person i speak to is god you know just talk to him i'll probably sit on my bed doesn't have done in while doing that right but then i do it and i get up and do like my regular things if i have to go out but on like a morning like this i think the times i feel like i have some time i try to prioritize like bible study and doing my quiet time as well mm-hmm. but one thing that's always consistent is music worship all the time like it doesn't it doesn't ever escape me. Mm-hmm. I always try to have something playing in the background. And actual worship, not songs that focus on me, but songs that focus on him. So it kind of like redirects my mind and redirects my day. On days I have to go out, I try to read books on the bus from my house to wherever I'm going to. And then also try, because I do most things in the night, actually my Bible study at night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's pretty much how my day goes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to be jumping from my questions to questions that I had on the gram okay. when I did the poll. Let me open Instagram now. Excuse me. So someone said um, she's not battling, but one thing she's struggling with as a believer is fear. Mm. What do you, like? What has your experience been with fear, and what you know? What what strategies worked for you that you can you know share with this person? Okay, so I think is to understand what exactly where she's coming from first of all is it like fear of the future or like fear of something happening currently at that so i don't know but then i also have recently i think i have struggled with fear of the future like wondering what's going to happen next but one thing that i always do is reaffirm myself with the word of god and most of times it's not easy because it feels like it's always a struggle it's so funny because it's like always a struggle to get you to read your bible but once you start reading your bible you don't want to stop (laughs) so but then when i go into the word of god i try to make it a discipline so it's it's irrespective of if i feel like it or not i've always followed a bible plan 
that's just how that kind of keeps same, me same. discipline. Yes. So I open up for whatever I need to read for the day and then I read it. And then it's just that thing that God starts touching those points in your life through his word yeah. in ways that you could not even have ex- expected. expected. So I think dealing with fear basically is studying the word of God. First of all, I always say the word of God is like a promise of anything before you start other things. And then even listening to music, trying to get into your spirit, those things that god says about you those things that god has said in his word right through songs as well and then listening to anointed messages you find so many resources on the internet now but be careful you (laughs) i was saying that in my last episode that there's a lot of christian content on the internet like the bible probably even knows more about like the internet sorry knows more about the bible than some people right now you know because all the resources you actually need are on like the internet and i agree um my so the question was basically on the struggle was fear and not wholly trusting him which is god and i believe everything you've said is on points number one the word of god once you get the word of god in you there's something that it does it not only reveals the character of god to you but also reveals who you are in him the more you stay focused on that word you actually renew your mind and then the fear is cast away for me another thing is i've read in the bible where jesus says i will never let go of you i'm always with you my hand is in jesus's hand and jesus's hand is in god's hand so (laughs) they say a three a three cut rope can never be broken (laughs) So for me, I'm like, ah, this rope is very tight. Yeah, like, so yeah. nothing will ever actually, there's nothing for me to really be afraid oh. of. So when moments of fear or worry comes where I'm struggling to trust God, I just remind myself of every word that I've probably ever read or seen in the Bible. And in, the, in that moment, sometimes the Holy Spirit actually ministers to me and gives me oh. a word for just that moment. And I feel that I, I'm safe. Yeah, I'm a warrior, shall I've always, it's like, I'm a, so this is one thing that i've constantly grown into but fairly recently and if the person is listening i hope you are i think you should read luke chapter 12 from verse 22 to like 32 yeah so there you will see where god jesus and when you even see places that jesus is talking by himself you know that ah it's god that's saying this one no go go so like i don't know if your your audience will understand the background <laughs> so basically she said two nigerian slangs gong 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 means like exactly yeah. you know that it's jesus and god is saying this and he says that he takes care of the birds in the sky and you're more precious than the birds. he clothes the ladies in the field and you're more precious than the ladies basically so that kind of reaffirms your confidence in the one who you believe in he's with you he knows the number of hair on your head it's things like that. Read your Bible. <laughs> Read your Bible. Honestly. <laughs> Luke chapter 12. All right. Thank you. Okay. So we'll move on to the next question. Since you dealt with what someone else is struggling with, what are things that you feel you're free to share with that you're struggling with? And how are you managing them? How is it going for you? For me, um, I think my struggle right now, I've said it since the beginning of this year, is all these marriage things. Uh-huh. There's this crazy pressure on single ladies in the church right now on marriages. There's not a sermon, there's not a Christian event that happens that doesn't come up that, yeah. oh, yeah. you um, they'll pray for people who are... It's not a bad thing to want to get married. Yeah. It's not a bad thing to desire marriage. But for me, the pressure is getting worse. <laughs> 
like it's coming from everywhere and that's one thing i'm struggling with to try and still trust god amidst all these pressure coming from the church and even from you know everywhere (laughs) so that's one thing i'm struggling with so what i keep on reminding myself is this thing i'm worrying about god already knew i needed it Mm -hmm. before i even realized that i needed it he will definitely take care of it the time will come eventually because for me marriage has not really been in my mind had not been in my mind i think i've said this with you up until recently um, because I've seen, I had seen too many bad examples of marriages. Yeah. So my mind needs to be renewed and transformed. I need to take time out to really understand God's purpose for marriage before I now start desiring something that, you know, I, I haven't grasped. So this year, what I did to manage this pressure is develop myself, mm-hmm. understand what God's purpose for marriage was. I've bought three books on marriage mm-hmm. and I read them yeah. this year. I bought three. I've read two. One is waiting for me, but I will get to it eventually. But from the two books that I read, there was a lot of transformation of what my understanding of what marriage was, knowing that God is one who even created marriage, wasn't man. So it is God's plan. He's one who will know when you need it and the time to present you. So like for me, this is helping me to trust God for timing, the the person and how everything would happen. So that's one of the struggles I've um, had. Another one was praying consistently. I could do maybe three months consistent prayers and then one month i'll just relax so i i had to realize that that's pride because you think you can do life without god yes you know so i've had to pray oh lord purge my heart of every form of pride purge Mm -hmm. me of every form of pride that makes me depend on myself and not on you so even when i don't feel like praying that's when i pray Like, even if I don't have a prayer request, I just start praying in the spirit. And I ask the Holy Spirit, what are your burdens? I can discharge your burdens for you, you know. So those are two things I believe I'm struggling with. Because, I mean, every I think every part of spiritual growth is a discipline. So, I mean, discipline is, irrespective of how you feel about it, you have to get it done. But things that I'm struggling with, I've already mentioned worrying. Worrying. I'm always in a constant state of worrying about what's next. next. Because I am, like a hyper planner i want to have every detail of my life and plan every detail of my mm. life and it's so god funny loves people like you <laughs> <laughs> because he had even shown me time and time again that i just need to chill like all this planning don't even waste the energy basically yeah. but then i felt like this past week i was in that cycle again of worrying what's next because I even had like a lot of prayers answered this year that I didn't really pray for but same, at the same time same. there are still things that well, my prayer list, and they're still not here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but soaking myself in the word of God has always been my ultimate strategy. Strategy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, worrying, I think that has been, and in this this whole thing of consistency, when it comes to this month, you're on fire. The next month, you are. I think one thing I've come to learn is that God knows the different seasons that we're in, and then when yeah. you try to fit your routine into every single season, that's when you keep feeling. Mm. Like there are times that you can do one hour, two hour stretch of prayer. And there are some other seasons in your life that will not allow you to do that time. So even when you're in those seasons, trying to always still be in the presence of God one way or the other. Mm-hmm. When you are on the bus, when you are in routes like going to work, praying mm-hmm. in tongues, even if you don't have that time to do it, like your morning devotion. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those are the things I'm learning because every time my routine changes, my devotion 
goes down since. <laughs> I love it. An adaptable <laughs> devotion, as in, so, yeah, you just have to adapt have to, to that adapt. season of your life. You have to adapt. So, in the past month, I think because I was doing a lot of traveling and stuff, mm-hmm. I noticed that I wasn't doing my one chapter, two chapters in a day. But what I did was now switch to shorter Bible plans where there's a topic I'm focusing on at that time. There are just one or two verses, but that's what I'm meditating on throughout the day. Yeah. So, I still have the word of God, even if it's not in the quantity that mm-hmm. i would have liked so at every point in time i'm still connected you're still connected i love it mm-hmm. and that's very true because seasons of life can be you can be in a very nice you know sunny season everything yeah. is bright everything is looking good and then you just get into a very busy depressing sad season where you still need to where you still need to keep that connection with god going um, so I think we've touched on a lot of things, even questions that were in the in the poll. Um, another question was consistent prayer time, and we've kind of touched on it that you kind of need to adapt, you know, your devotion based on the season of life you're in, but don't get disconnected yeah. no matter yeah. what. Um, another thing, and this is the last um question from the poll, was that this person said they're trying to stop gossiping, but it's hard. Crying, crying emoji. <laughs> Sis, <laughs> for all of us, <laughs> sis, I, I'll let you talk on this one. Why? <laughs> it's your podcast today. You don't want to give me like that. Uh, I want to like. No, no, me. you do no, it. Okay. Mm-hmm. My Irish okay. journey. <laughs> so gossiping. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this has been this is a constant struggle for everybody. I think. But recently, I've caught myself asking what talking about a particular thing would result. Like, what's the point of talking about this thing? If you're talking about somebody and it's going to tarnish the person's image in the sight of another person, what's the point of it? Exactly. That's just my... I'm, I'm not a big talker to mm, everybody, buddy. but you have those your guys. Yeah. You know, my sister. Did you see what this person <laughs> did? Did you see the show this person was? Yeah. That kind of thing. So, um, for me, towards the middle part of this year, mm-hmm. I realized I really hated wrestling. Not just me doing it, but seeing other people do, do it. it. Yeah. And I, once I notice, oh, this is turning into a gossip, I go mute in that conversation. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I've done that works for me. Now, I cannot stop the person from talking. I can hint them to say, oh, let's change topic. Yes, you can try to change. But if they don't want to change topic, I, I have this lovely, you know, unique thing about me. Mm-hmm. I can be there, but I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking, but the You're words are not entering my ears. <laughs> I'm in the room with you physically, but I'm not there. The words are not entering my ears. Um, my mind has gone far. Because this year, the biggest thing that I learned was protecting my heart, guarding my heart. Like, the Holy Spirit hammered on it so hard for me. And it comes from moments like that's when you're just letting information about another just person get into in. you. And then it starts to transform the way you see and view this person. Yeah. Both the gossiper and the gossips yeah. about yeah. So for me, I try to stay away from situations like that. So what I do, I've shared my two tactics. Go mute.
guilt, try and change the conversation um, in a polite way. There's an ultimate one, to ex- especially if you're someone that is caught always gossiping. Your company, is, your company is actually a company of gossipers as well. Well, yeah. So you also have to. Yeah. I am someone asking me how me and my friends, my close friends, stay close, and I just told him that the truth is that we don't really talk about other people. Our conversations are really centered around God and how we are growing, our faith, our finances, like the other things that we talk. You can about. talk about. Thank you for talking about finances because recently I've been saying everybody talking about marriage and other things. <laughs> Nobody's talking about how to make money. Twenty twenty four is about having conversations to build wealth because it's a blessing to us from true Abraham. So yeah, please let us yeah. focus on building our wealth truly and truly. So I'd say have productive conversations. You might need to change your, change your company. Actually. If you really love them and their fellow believers, like you can also try to gently let them know that this is not the will of God for us. If they are willing to receive it hmm. in a very, you know, I don't think we should talk about this person like this or in this manner. See, let's have more productive conversations. And if they accept it, in, you know, in a nice way, sure. And I honestly well. feel like what what you said, if you don't participate, they will stop bringing those conversations to you. Very true. Because people don't bring gossip to me. Very I true. Like this. Very Nobody, true. Because I, very I true. would probably even pay the devil's advocate because I'd be defending the, the other person. So you don't want to. I'm not the best person to have those conversations with. Very true. <laughs> this has been a very interesting you know conversation thank you Chinon so for coming on the podcast I hope our listeners enjoyed you know all that we shared and I hope this has impacted you in one way or another um and if you have any other questions for the next episode I'll be putting up a poll on Instagram on our Instagram page go.pod.cast very catchy you know Instagram (laughs) handle so please go there and put your questions and see you next time God bless you thank you guys Bye. bye